is up, everyone? Dave Brown here again with another episode of Monday Rewind. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hope you all had a wonderful Easter weekend. Uh, in this episode of Monday Rewind, we actually share a short snippet with you. Uh, this is the first part of our interview with Fahim Fazli. Uh, Fahim was just 12 years old when Russia invaded his homeland of Afghanistan. The communists were targeting people like Fahim's mom, who was not only part of uh, Afghan Afghanistan's elite, but she was also highly educated. And Fahim's mom, fearing for her life, took his siblings and fled Afghanistan uh, for America while his father refused to leave, and he kept Fahim with him. Uh, so listen in in this episode as Fahim shares his the first part of his story as the young boy in Afghanistan who joined the Freedom Fighters and worked to save his country. And then go back to episode number 88. This is the uh, original interview that we did with Fahim Fazli and catch the rest of his story to hear how he made it to America, worked with the Marines and earned his way to acting in some of Hollywood's biggest blockbusters. So without further ado, here is Barbara Allen with Fahim. Fazli in this episode of Monday Rewind. You're listening to the American Snippets Podcast. First of all, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to invite me for your beautiful sh uh, show. And I want to salute your husband. He paid his dues for this beautiful country. Unfortunately, he lost his life. Yeah. Rest in peace. He's a hero for America. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm honored to be part of this show. Thank you. I'm glad. Uh, I know it took me a while to track you down and do this. Oh, but I'm by glad the way, did. Yeah. by the way, I didn't beat you. Well, well our book, we both, <laughs> even you did a great book. You have a great book. And I don't want to call myself as a beater or as a winner. We are equal. No, we're that's okay. <laughs> Look, you can, you can take the win. You deserved it. You worked it. And we are definitely going to talk about that now. People are probably like, what is she talking about? But uh, yeah, so we'll get back to that now. But that was when my book, Front Toward Enemy, was up against Fahim's story uh, with the Military Writer Society. And, uh, and I lost to him. But... Uh, once again, honored to do so because your story and you are just incredible. Thank so, you. Thank you. Let's, you are today. We'll start with where you are today and then we're going to circle back. So people listening are going to know what you're up to, what we're going to be going, getting into, and then we're going to circle back and, and dig into it. Okay. You sure. are um, today. You're in Hollywood. I'm in Hollywood, California, and I've been acting for 22 years and that was my dream. That was my passion to follow my dream. But I had a, so two other passion and dream, which is paying my dues for this beautiful country. And the way I came in this country, this country saved me from the communists. The communists was destroy Afghan 1979, three million of us. Yeah. And thanks. Thanks to Ronald Reagan. Thanks to American. Thanks to American Church in Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia, Robert Filney, the priest. A sponsor us to bring us in this beautiful country. But I pay my dues, wait in line, not come to this country illegally. I wait in line, make sure the right paperwork, the right, uh, make sure I'm not a criminal, make sure I'm not going to have a bad past. Yeah. And I wait in line and then come to this beautiful country and I follow my dream, become an actor. Later on, I pay my dues for, as a Marine, as a culture technical advisor for this beautiful country. I love it. And love it. I, we wrote a book together. Me and my colonel, 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 I was working in Afghanistan. 
Colonel Moffat, and it's called Fahim Speaks. Yep, love you it. You can have a more than one dreams, right? I, you have a lot of dreams, <laughs> and you're you're teaching people how to reach there. So you gave that great overall snapshot. Now we're going to dig in. Fahim, you came, you were born in Afghanistan. Your family um, experienced immense turmoil and disruption when the communists invaded. Your mother left with your sisters. You and your father and your brother stayed behind. And at Tell tell us, first of all, there was that day it all started. You were like, what, like 12 years old when you came home from school? I was 12 years old when 1979, the Russian the invaded Afghanistan. They took Afghanistan over 24 hours. My mom was a midwife for the president of Afghanistan. My dad was a president of National Bank. And they both very high educated people. And we came from the King family with the King tribe, which is Mohammedzai, Barikzai, Achikzai. We have the big tribe in Afghanistan. We run the country for almost uh, 400 years. And I'm not bragging about it, where I came from, but the Russians, they came to, especially the commies, the commies, they want to come to kill the educated people, which is where our family, Afghanistan's only 20% educated people, 90%, I mean, 80% is not educated. That time, 1979, I'm, I'm not sure how, how many you And they want to kill all the top uh, as soon as possible. But my mom come over from work, from um, her work. She start crying. She says, Fahim, we're leaving. And we were, I thought I'm leaving too. Me and my brother and my father and my two sister and brother. And all of a sudden, my dad was being a little stubborn, hold me. And my younger brother, Eris, um, he said, can I hold this too? And he was, his belief was, we Afghan can defeat the communists overnight, which is, we have a history, Afghanistan called the graveyard of empire. And we defeat the British three times, 18th century. We defeat um, 16th century uh, uh, Mughal, Kingis Khan, Alexander the Great, and the Russian invade Afghanistan. My dad was taught we're going to defeat them overnight. But my mom says, no, I know the commie is very dangerous, and so I have to leave before they kill me because he was, she was working for the president of Afghanistan. She took my two young sisters, which is did the right thing, and my older brothers to be as a security for him, for her. And they left overnight, and I didn't see them for five years. Oh my gosh. And after that, uh, we were, I was demolished. I was 12 years old, and I couldn't figure out you lose your mom. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know this is hard to talk about, and I appreciate you being willing to do so. I'm sorry. No. I'm choked. Uh, you know what? I, I really appreciate this on a lot of levels, and one of the questions I was going to ask you know, it's hard for people in this country to, you know, a lot of people are tired of the wars and tired and wondering why we're there and why are we doing this? Why are people dying? And so you're representing the people of Afghanistan that's why, now, and you're that's humanizing why so, this. Yeah. That's why I'm so upset to American kids and American. They take advantage of this country. They take it. They, they take this country for granted. They don't know what they're missing. Yeah. They don't know what they have in this beautiful country. They have lights, they have electricity, they have the best mom, the best mom. I'm not all of you guys, but they still, I mean, you guys been blessed. Yeah. This country has been blessed. That's why I was freaking out 12 years old. My mom left and I become a freedom fighter, which is I was helping the freedom fighter how to defeat the communists. 
and I lost interest in go to school and I lost interest in to be focused on who I am. And that was my dream. Um, I had a dream that time. I want to be actor, become an author, um, become a Marine, uh, Afghan Marine that time. And I asked myself six questions. The sixth question was, who am I? Who I want to be? Where I want to be? What's my dream? What's my passion? And I had that sixth question when I was 10 or 12 years old. And I brought that sixth question with me in this beautiful country. I follow it. That's why I'm so I'm established and successful. And I pay my, this beautiful, pay my dues for this beautiful country. Yeah, I know. I, I appreciate all of that. Uh, so your mom and your some of your siblings leave. And like you said, you started working with the Freedom Fighters. How does that happen? I know you said you were handing out flyers and then you worked like as a double agent, you were trading um, goods with American logos. But like, what was the moment? You can't just walk out in the street and be like, hey, I want to volunteer for you, right? Like, so how does that happen? Uh, Like, I want to thank Ronald Reagan always to uh, help Afghan and Charlie Wilson himself helping Afghanistan and Israelis, German, all the other countries are helping the Afghans to defeat the communists. I'm pretty sure there were, I was too young to understand. Uh, I was too young to understand. I'm sure I was working with this store. He was uh, repairing shoes, a uh, shoe repair, an old man. And you, I'm, I'm, now I'm putting two and two together. He was yeah. working for CIA or Pakistan or Saudis or German or Israelis intelligence. And that's, uh, I start, they approach me because, hey, do you want to pass flyers? I give you $2, $3, $1 compared to Afghan money, Afghani money. And I was so into it, buying kites and go to movie. And I didn't care about the politics. I didn't care who I'm damaged, who I'm uh, trying to scare. Now I'm looking at the long, uh, the long uh uh, the story what I did yeah. I did a lot of dangerous things and I and I'm honored to I did it I'm honored to damage those commies and those uh, store owner of work for and thanks to Charlie Wilson and Ronald Reagan send their stingers later on to defeat the communists and all we Afghan was getting help by all Western countries and that's uh, I didn't know that, that guy was sure repair guy was a CIA but he was Afghan Right. He was working with the Pakistan, Pakistan to Saudi, Saudi to America, and they're all connected together. Now I'm putting two and two together, and that make a lot of sense. Yeah, so at 12 years old, I mean, I have a, you know, I have four boys, and they were all 12 years old at one point, and my stepson is uh, just under 12. So, you know, you try to picture that. If everybody listening can picture picture yourself at 12 years old, picture your children at 12 years old, and what you were doing and what your children are doing. And now here is a 12 year old boy who came home from school, found out, you know, his country has been invaded. His mom and his siblings are leaving. He's here with his little brother and his dad now working with the freedom fighters and doing these things to hand out flyers. And then ultimately going on to the bases of the Russians and training with uh, them. I was training uh, American local t-shirts and I was, you know, I don't know if you're old enough to understand the, uh, the name of the cigarette was Kent and Elim, Elim, uh, American cigarette was Elim yeah. car and Kent was there. And I used to give them the American cigarette and I used to give them California local t-shirts. 
and they trade, they give me handgun, they give me tools, they give me a bunch of stuff, magazines, they, as much as I can, I was trading back and forth. And guess who was buying from me? That old guy was sh- shoe <laughs> repair. <laughs> that shoe repair guy, I wish, I'm sure he died by now. He was, that time he was 60 years old. Yeah. And um, he was giving me money and I was so happy for $2, $1 and trade all these big expensive stuff. And I'm pretty sure he was using against the Russian. And the number one uh, technique the CIA or the, our military freedom fighters, they taught us how to de- defeat the Russian, sell, sell them uh, opium uh, or ashish by 6 o'clock p.m. And kids were selling them ashish by 6 p.m. By 12 or 11 o'clock or 12, uh, 1 o'clock in the morning, we heard all of a sudden, boom, 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 they're attacking them because they get too high. <laughs> they were getting too, they were too getting high. That was one of the techniques how to defeat the Russian. We Afghan known for Grola fighters. We are very well, we're good fighters. We are very, like um, one of the professor of German professor says, Afghan raw, Afghan, Afghan people, they're not for sale, but they're for rent. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> wow. All right then. So, but on a, then we'll circle back and I'll follow that one up with another question. Uh, you sure. know, what would you like the rest of America to know about people, you know, families like yours, people like you who are still in Afghanistan, just doing their best to survive you know i'm sure you hear things or maybe people have said things to you i don't know if you get like people with bad attitudes towards you or whatnot but it's hard for us to fathom or understand life and over there and people get tired of it people get tired of fighting these wars and paying the bills and seeing our men and women come home um Um, injured us like your husband fought for this country. You want to bring a peace for this country because 9-11 happened. And I'm saluting him. Rest in peace for him. And I did it because I want to pay my dues for this country because this country gave me a lot. I have a one uh, advice. Actually, I'm not going to call it advice because nobody asked me for advice. I'll give you guys <laughs> one tip. <laughs> and this is a correct English. I give you guys tip, American tip. Um, enjoy as much as you can. Enjoy it as much as appreciate this country. Don't take it for granted. Think about your hot water, cold water, your microwave, your your lights, your street, your shopping center. And I have a one request for all the schools. They should have a one class, a common sense class. Yes. And we do shoving technology to our kids' mouth. We do shoving technology to our kids. Uh, we, I call it uh, technology invisible casualty. We shove them to shut them down. We, I call uh, technology babysitter, mm-hmm. uh, invisible pe- babysitter. Um, yes, we should not go invade countries. We should not go uh, be a police of the world. But you have to understand, people like Saddam, people like Noriega, people like uh, Bin Laden, people like uh, abuse uh, uh, their people. But someone has to stand up to protect those poor countries. 
those countries been through torture by um, by what do you call it uh, boogeymans and that one boogeyman run the country for 10 20 30 years like Saddam did like uh, Gaddafi did like uh, some of the Afghan communists did it some of other countries southeast or Midwest or or Central America, yeah. uh, but we have to sometimes we have to go protect them. But there's a lot. There's a there's a there's a catch behind it. As a catch behind it, we have Afghan. We have uh, uranium, lithium, natural gas, and United States always want to invade those kind of countries or clean it up the communists or clean it up the terrorists or hijackers, but there's nothing wrong with the religion, nothing wrong. People's right. the one that hijacked the religion. People become a fundamentalist Christian, Catholic, Muslim. There's nothing wrong with religion. All right, everyone, there you have it. That wraps up another episode of Monday Rewind. Appreciate you tuning in today. I'd like to encourage you to go back to episode number 88 and listen to the full interview that we did with Fahim Fizli. Uh, he is uh, a perfect example of the American dream. His story is incredible, how he fled communism to come here to America to pursue more out of life. He's living his dream. He became an actor. And if he can do these things and make those things possible, you can do them as well. So check out episode number 88 with Fahim Fizli. I uh, also like to encourage you to check out our Great American Syndicate, greatamericansyndicate.com. Uh, we built this community for Americans just like you. All of our members believe that patriotism starts at home and that by focusing on the four pillars of freedom, self, family, community, and country, we can create a movement that reclaims peace, prosperity, and unity while returning our country to its patriotic core. If you're like us, you believe in America, you believe in liberty, you believe in the American dream, and you understand that freedom isn't free. And I want to invite you to connect and collaborate with other patriotic members who stand for freedom, who understand success is earned, not given, and who want to conquer challenges and are committed to giving back together. So check out greatamericansyndicate.com to learn more. And that pretty much wraps up today's show. We'll see you again on Wednesday. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you really are.